Yeah, we start. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hello, Colorado. This is John Baird with I Love Colorado Beer Podcast. Today on my show, I have Colin Bickford. He's with Epic Beer Festivals, and he's putting on the Mile High Beer Fest, and it's in Rhino. Tell us a little bit about what Epic Beer Festivals is. So Epic Beer Festivals started off about four years ago with the idea of basically bringing as much beer possible to people all, all over the Denver area, and then it, it kind of expanded to San Diego and Philadelphia. Now, since then, we've learned that we prefer smaller beer festivals, beer festivals that have shorter lines and a more intimate experience where the brewers can actually talk about the beer that they're showcasing, as opposed to just having volunteers talk about it themselves. And so we've downsized a little bit, and that's what Mile High Beer Festival is, is a um, smaller festival in the, in the Rhino area with predominantly local breweries showcasing what they got. So where did the idea for, for Mile High Beer Festival come from? Like, where were you guys and where was Epic Beer Festival when they decided, let's do Mile High Beer Festival? Well, I don't know if you've ever been in the River North uh, Rhino neighborhood of, of Denver, but it's chock full of breweries, amazing, amazing breweries there, every single one of them, they're all doing cool stuff. And uh, we, were, we were doing a little pub crawl, me and, uh, me and my business partner, and he had done Mile High Beer Festival a couple of years prior, and, uh, and we had retired from you know, the big festivals, and we started talking up again, it's just, hey, you know, this is such a cool part of town, there's so many breweries, the community's, the community's meant for it, like, let's, let's start it up again, and, and we had, uh, we, you know, we already had our contacts from Epic Beer Festival, so we sent, uh, sent it out to people that love beer festivals, and got a great response, and looking forward to it. <laughs> Alright, so you're doing your pub crawl, and um, you decide, let's throw a beer festival. Yeah, that's which is actually good. I'm sure that's happened all the time. What's the next step? Like, how do you actually make that happen? I'm sure a lot of guys have been out there. Be like, beer festival. That'd be so great. Yeah. How do you make it actually happen? What happens is um, you need a venue, and we're at the Exo Event Center, uh, blocks away from several of the breweries that are coming to the event. Uh, so you need to call them up. You need to reserve the spot. And we actually, on purpose, chose a winter um, time frame. I mean, during the summer, you, you know this. Yep. There's a thousand breweries every weekend to choose from, and and we want to give people something to do in the winter. It's right before Valentine's Day, so you know that can that can be uh, a date idea. <laughs> and uh, so you pick a date, you pick the venue, and then you start contacting breweries. And l lucky for us, we have such a great reputation in the beer community for treating our brewers well with respect and giving them a good festival. Um, and they're all they're all pretty dead around that time, so they were more than happy to to, to hop on board during the uh, festival in February. So, there's a lot of different beer festivals in Colorado, like you're talking about. Mm -hmm. What makes Mile High Beer Festival different from the regular beer festivals? Yeah, the of, course, festivals of course, of course. The other, the other beer festivals. Uh, you know, everyone, everyone's got something that, you know, that they're known for. If you ask any of the brewers, any of, any of our past attendees, any reviews you see on Yelp or Facebook, it's always consistent with what we do. It's the short lines. We, we limit our... Um, we have a special number that we have per how many people we let in per how many breweries are attending. Sure. And we cap our we cap our ticket sales pretty early compared to what other festivals do. So you may have a really popular brewery that's brought a really awesome IPA that has a long line, but for the most part, you're never really waiting for beer at our festivals. And that's what people get really excited about is, you know, they pay for time to sample and we give them plenty of it. Right. Um, and that's really what separates apart, obviously, um, is the local lo local feel? We got Colorado only breweries. You know, most of them are within blocks of uh, the actual venue, and, and we require that breweries show up to the festivals. Um, like I say, no volunteers. So 
Sure. Brewer, brewers can talk, um, you know, directly to the people that are either lifelong fans or brand new, um, right? Brand new drinkers to uh, to the community. Yeah, around in Colorado, we're blessed with having all kinds of beer festival. We have yes. like, a Great American Beer Festival, and it's always yep, one, of, yep. one of my frustrations that. At GABF, you go up and you, you get your beer, and you're like, oh, wow, that's got an interesting flavor. And you ask the person that poured you your beer, tell me about this beer. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I know it's a beer, and it looks dark. Yes. Uh, but other than that, I don't know anything yeah, about and, it. Yeah, so. and to be fair, you know, Epic Beer Festival, that was kind of the same thing. We, we made little cards to help educate our volunteers about the beer. But, I mean, it all comes back to the beer. I mean, that is why we do this. I mean, you and I, we both love beer. Yeah. Cheers again. Cheers. <laughs> and we want to... We want to bring it to more people and and not be so intimidating with right. uh, with uh, you know whether they're a dark heavy IPA and we want someone behind the booth to explain all the different types and, and make sure that people know what they're drinking. Right, right. And I think that's important. It's about sampling great beer, but also learning a thing or two. Exactly. Yeah. So tell me about what you think the clientele might be. How might that differ from GABF or any of the other beer festivals that might be around Colorado? So, I mean, at our festival, you'll find, I've, I've learned this, is that you'll find, you'll find the beer geeks. Beer geeks, of course, that go to every festival and, and sample. Yeah. But more and more, you're, you're finding people that are just looking for a social environment and right. trying to have fun and looking for an introduction to the beer, um, the beer community. I mean, of course, it's, it's huge. It's blown up in Colorado with... Uh, with how many breweries there are and how many people are sampling, and you get more and more people that want to try it. And then, of course, I mean, we have live music. You know, people want to drink some beer and then dance. Like that's just that's also part of the. It's climate. a fun thing to do. It's a fun thing. It's a, it's it's a fun part. And then you know, the last um, the last hour can be kind of a party, and then, yeah. and that's uh, you know inevitable. And sometimes more than kind of a party, <laughs> yeah. depending on how it goes. Depending on how it goes, yeah. yeah. But that's the uh, it, it's a mix. It's a mix. It's not. It's by no means just a bunch of. Uh, beer snobs, you know, smelling and tasting beer. It's a, yeah. it's a really lively event and a lot of fun. Sure. But beer snobs are welcome as well, right? Oh, of course, okay, of okay, course. Right. I, I count myself as a beer snob and many of my friends are coming and I expect them to talk to brewers for yes. 20 minutes or yeah. so about the, uh, the type of pops they use. We've, we've recently seen at festivals several really in-depth, intricate tattoos of hops on people. And right, yes, yes. It's very impressive. Very <laughs> it's impressive. amazing. You know, I actually I used to work for I used to work for Rogue Rogue Ales, okay, and um, and they actually reimburse people uh, reimburse tattoos of Rogue that people get on the body up to two hundred dollars. Really? So if you get wow. a tattoo of their of their logo or anything Rogue, they'll reimburse it up to two hundred dollars. <laughs> now I, I will not reimburse anyone that gets a my festival <laughs> tattoo, but if they really want to do that or hops, you know, sure, whatever. But yeah, there's some cool stuff out there. There are craft beer fans. So how many? Two questions. How many beer festivals are coming? And number two, I'm not going to put you in the spot, I promise. Okay, okay. What's the best best brew that's going to be there? Oh, right, right. Yeah, Always right. the, what's yeah. the best brew? Yeah. So we're um, we're thinking about, like I said, we're thinking because the summer fests are just totally crowded, and there's there's one every every weekend. For one, it's kind of hard for the breweries to get on board. I mean, I mean I'm friends with a lot of them, but they just say, like, we can't just come to the, all these festivals. And right. so we're, we're steering clear of the... Uh, the summer, the summertime um, festivals, and probably just make Mile High Beer Festival a yearly thing during the during the, the winter. Uh, as for the beers, um, this actually is right around the time I start asking breweries what they're going to bring, so mm -hmm. we can start making the signs and everything. 
And a lot of them, a lot of them themselves are actually pretty secretive about it until the last minute. They kind of, they kind of want to like surprise me or see sure. what they got. Sure. Um, and so I actually don't know. I, I can't speak with full full truth what the best type okay. is going to be. But right. I do know that you know it's winter. You can expect some heavily heavily spiced and and barrel aged stuff, a little bit stronger. Okay. You know, maybe some specialty stouts. Um, do you have any, how many breweries? We got we got twenty five beer breweries, two cideries, and a meadery. So twenty eight okay. establishments total. Okay. That's good. But um, good. yeah, still some other specialty drinks for people that don't necessarily like beer. Got some cider and some right, beer. right. So, gluten, gluten and some and yeah, it's some gluten free right. beer and gluten reduced. Right. Uh, so, which is the best brewery that's going to be there? Oh, you can't ask me that. <laughs> yeah, my my friends with Sonia, I could never say that. So we'll, we'll that. throw a shout out to Resolute. We're Resolute. We're here at Resolute doing this interview, and Zach was so kind as to allow us to uh, come in and do the interview. This is his brew house. See all those fermenters in the background and everything. So Zach, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, food, music. I saw yeah. that on the website. So with music, we got we got a, a local band, Chain Station. We worked with them before. They um, they're always a big hit, and we got DJ in between their sets. Okay. So there'll be plenty of dancing. Uh, for food trucks, we got three of them. Um, all all local Denver spots. Uh, everything from pizza to specialty barbecue sandwiches and. Um, Really good classic uh, beer festival food. Right, sure to uh, awesome stuff. Sure to be a great treat, whether or not you're just starting out, yeah. wanting a nice little base, or you're three hours into the drinking and you need a big slice. Don't forget to eat some food yes, during please. your tasting. Yeah, please eat some food. Otherwise, that last hour gets a little too silly sometimes. Mm -hmm. So indeed. Uh, so tell us a little bit about We Don't Waste. Yeah, We Don't Waste. It's the uh, we worked with them before. It's a charity located a block and a half north of the venue we're at. Um, amazing organization. What they do is uh, they basically collect food that would normally have been thrown away by various restaurants or catering events or um, any other any other festival or something where there would be leftover food. And they take that food and then bring it to, I think, over 50 different associations in Colorado to then, I mean, everything from like the Denver Food Bank to other charities that, uh, that, that get stuff away. And so, uh, they, I, think, I think they've saved... They have like a they have like a running total about how many meals they've saved, and uh, wow. it's it's in, it's in the millions, you know, because normally the stuff just gets thrown away. Yeah, it's like because you know they you have all these apples and they're going to go bad, and and the restaurant's like, okay, we're either going to throw these away or we you know waste comes in, takes the apples and brings them to a food rescue program. And so um, we they've actually been our uh, the beneficiary for every event we've done because just because they're such a part of the community and they do such good work. Well, it, sound, it sounds like a great cause. Yeah. I've heard some statistics and it's way above 50% of the food that's actually grown and generated is yeah. wasted. So. Um, unfortunately so, but I mean it's awesome we don't waste it there trying to, trying to help reduce that number as much as possible. So you guys decided to do two sessions. First session is one to four. Second session is seven to ten. And VIPs get an hour early for both you of those sessions. You your research. Yes, <laughs> I do my research. Why did you guys decide to have your festival in two different sessions? So, for one, it, it kind of goes back to that that special number ratio I was telling you about. Sure. Um, you know, we're, we're we're bringing in you know twenty eight Colorado uh, breweries to, to showcase their stuff, and if if we jammed it in the one five hour session, it just it just wouldn't be uh, those short lines that we talked about. And we we've always found that there's two different types of drinkers out there. You know, some that like to go in the afternoon and then get a big dinner and go to sleep, and people that want to 
you know, sample in the evening and then, you know, hit, right. hit the town afterwards. So right. kind of catering to our people. Um, you'd be surprised. I mean, some people say, oh, I bet you the afternoon session sells out right away and you should have trouble with the evening session or vice versa. Right. But they actually, the ticket sales climb perfectly even. Um, it's just two different types of people that want to want to attend the festival. <laughs> well, it sounds like Epic Beer Festival is paying attention and uh, putting on some awesome festivals. So we're always listening. Cheers. Thank Cheers. You. We Thank appreciate you. that. We, as in Colorado, appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. We're here to serve. <laughs> so on your website, it says there's going to be a few surprises at the festival. Yes, there are. What are those surprises going to be? I don't know if I can entirely... Uh, I, I, I can talk about it, sure. <laughs> um, so apart from, uh, apart from beer festivals, we also run a, um, uh, an app. It's called Bar Venture. And what Bar Venture is, it's a program that gets users buy one, get one free drinks to every... Uh, every establishment within the app. And so what we're doing is we're working with, um, with breweries, such as Resolute, um, to basically become a part of the program. So attendees at the festival uh, will get a free download of Bar Venture and be able to go to the breweries that participated in our festival and get a buy one, get one free pint um, at all works that she's participating. So part, there's always been, the, the idea actually came from breweries because, you know, they get great exposure, they talk to the people, and then I mean, naturally, people just forget about the brewers. But right. this way, we're getting basically virtually uh, virtual coupons in everyone everyone's hands, so they can visit the breweries afterwards and, and really be a part of what makes uh, our craft beer scene so great. I mean, the festivals are awesome, but I mean, just here in this brewery, you can see like this is a lot of fun to be a part of. And you got people on a Monday, a bunch of people in there just drinking and hanging out. You know, that's. That's what we want to do. That's that's the benefit of the festivals, getting people out to the breweries. So that's the wonderful craft scene, craft beer scene in Colorado. That is that that's is exactly what it is. All right. So give us all of the details. So tell us where people can find out more information, all the social media, everything. Like yeah, that. sure. Milehighbeerfestival.com. Uh, that is where you can get your tickets uh, and all the information you need. You can also check out us on Facebook at Mile High Beer Festival. Um, it's a good website. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all pretty, pretty yeah. straight up. I, po I post. I, I manage the uh, the Facebook page actually. Actually, so I'm posting information about um, all the breweries attending pretty much every day, giving little special uh, bits of information about what the uh, breweries you know, specialize in um, as the uh, as their styles start to come in, and I get permission from the brewers. I'll start to tease what each uh, brewery is bringing. So. Uh, just follow us there, and we'll give you more information. Excellent. Um, anything we missed? Anything people want to know about my High Beer Festival that we didn't tell them yet? You know, you've done a great job, actually. Your well, questions have been nice. <laughs> I've done this, before. done this before. Yeah. No, I mean it's in the. Uh, if I mean one of the coolest things about um, our festival, I think, is just the location. Uh, it's in the River North um, neighborhood of Denver, and I'd recommend you know if you're going to our festival. You know, maybe come to Rhino a little bit beforehand and walk around, visit the breweries, visit the local shops, visit the restaurants. It's a, it's a wonderful neighborhood that's really up and coming with a lot of cool, I mean, just, just art on the, uh, I mean, there's a lot of graffiti and uh, like good, cool good graffiti. graffiti. Right. <laughs> cool graffiti. And, you know, there's some brewer shops like right there. So I, I'd recommend if, you, if you're coming out for the festival, you know, spend time in the neighborhood and, and get lunch before or after or, and have fun where, uh, where we're hosting it because that's the coolest part. All right, so Colin has, has thrown out a uh, an awesome uh, discount code for I Love Colorado mm -hmm. Beer listeners. So just go and get your tickets and throw in discount code Beer Legend 
uh, when, for your discount code. Beer Legend, that's it. And you get uh, 20% off of your, your entire purchase. Is entire right? purchase, right. yep. If you're buying four tickets, you get 20% off the whole thing. That's sweet. That's excellent. All right, that's a great deal. Where can they get tickets? Uh, at milehighbeerfestival.com. Uh, right on the front, there's two red buttons to choose session one, session two. Uh, and they'll take you right to the spot to buy some tickets. All right, so February 11th, Mile High Beer Festival in Rhino. Cheers, Colorado. We'll see you there. Cheers.